0: All right, we still don't know what Kofi's going to do. I say he comes back. Richie doesn't. But regardless, Scott Richie's going to tell me, if Kofi isn't here, who next season's MVP for Illinois is.
1: First, I'll say I never said he wasn't coming back. I, I will never give a definitive answer on this podcast until I really am sure. But if it's not Kofi, I think look for R.J. Melendez to have one of those breakout sophomore
0: seasons. Hey, we'll look ahead to next year's roster, Uh, and we'll look ahead to who's going to be on Richie's top 25 ballot at number one in this week's podcast, Inside a Lot, Not Basketball. Come back after these messages.
2: DraftKings at Casino Queen Sportsbook is officially live with Mobile Sports Betting in Illinois, just in time to get in on all the college basketball mania. Right now, new customers can bet $5 on any tourney team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. It's that simple. If they win, you win. You can sign up in front of your TV while you're at the office, on your couch. As long as you live in the state of Illinois, you can sign up and bet from anywhere right from the palm of your hand. Head to the DraftKings at Casino Queen Sportsbook app now to check out all the great promotions and features, including same-game parlays. It's safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings at Casino Queen Sportsbook app now. Use promo code FIGHTING, bet just $5 on any team of your choice, and get $200 in free bets instantly. It's that simple with promo code FIGHTING this week at DraftKings at Casino Queen Sportsbook. Must be 21 and over. Illinois residents only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
0: Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On The Money Radio Show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan. Every failed investor I've ever met was constantly reacting to current events. If the recent market turmoil is keeping you up at night, maybe it's time you begin to make your investment and spending decisions based upon a retirement income plan. Perhaps it's time for you to listen to the little voice in your head telling you to call Rudy Wealth Management. You'll be happy you did. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialist, 356-1400. Ah, good Monday morning, everyone, and especially you, Scott Ritchie. Always the bright spot of my week to see you. Wow. In person.
1: That's rare praise.
0: I'm Jim Rosso, Vice President of News, beat writer when Illinois used to advance in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. It's fair. What do you got to say about that, Smart Alec?
1: I mean, they have advanced. To the second round, okay. In the last two years, but uh, you know, no further. So I guess you still have that as the as the trump to my. I don't know anything. I two haven't covered an elite eight yet.
0: Two thousand one was the year Bill Self was the coach. They made it to the elite eight in San Antonio, where the evil Arizona Wildcats and Luke Walton and the refs put an end to the run. But Bill Self back in the headlines, right? About to win a national title, his second at Kansas tonight.
1: He could. I think oh, he's he might. going to. I'm. Yeah.
0: I'm fearing a, a route, something not watchable. I think North Carolina's story, while cute, is out of gas.
1: I also can North Carolina's story be cute? Even like this is <laughs> North Carolina. Like, like someone asked Hubert Davis, like. What it was like because uh, North Carolina was the Cinderella of the NCAA tournament. North Carolina's is not the Cinderella. They're like okay, they were an eight seed, but mm-hmm. it's because they stunk up the regular season. This is, I mean, it's a blue blood program. Two of them, in fact.
0: Kale Bluff, the star of the Tar Heels, for- CBC product in yeah. St. Louis played. I don't know. Did he wind up finishing at CBC? Yeah, he he, he, he did. Stuck okay, there. he played Champagne Central back in the day as a freshman. That's my connection.
1: Okay. Well, also, I mean, Illinois recruited him out of high school, and he obviously didn't choose Illinois, but uh, didn't have a great freshman year at UNC. Really, I mean, his sophomore season hasn't been like stellar until now. Right. Um, I just even like a couple months ago, North Carolina was kind of struggling. This is before they, you know, got hot here at the end. Like, there was some discussion, I think, on message boards, that like, well, Caleb Love, he's not going to stay in North Carolina. He's coming to Illinois. I was like, well, I mean, that, hmm. I think all those fans believe every good player is going to come to Illinois um, until they don't. But I, I don't foresee that happening because he might end up, like, the most outstanding player in the tournament if North Carolina wins. And our man Armando Baycott doesn't have, like, 40 rebounds, but – uh should be an interesting game. We'll I right. see,
0: that's tonight. Scott Ritchie uh, already busily busy preparing his way too early top ten that will be in tomorrow's print editions. Yeah, okay. uh,
1: I'm, it's are you going to unveil them something. now? No.
0: Do, is, does the outcome matter? Does that will that determine how you no. switch things up? Well, then let's come on. Let's let's break out the top ten for next year. I saw in Sunday's New- News Gazette. I hope everybody had a chance to read that. Uh, Richie messed up. <laughs> he, he, of course I did. He, he took a crack at uh, ranking the Big Ten next year and met, made several big-time errors in my eyes.
1: I'm curious what you see as quote-unquote big-time Well, errors. I
0: tried to tell you this last week, that Illinois is going to win the Big Ten, and you mm-hmm. apparently did not listen to me because I'm fully convinced Kofi will be back uh, for another year. Uh, Which doesn't matter who they bring in to join him, they win the Big Ten. I've studied the Big Ten, Scott Ritchie. Really? Yes, I have. You had, I think you you had Michigan one. Yeah, that's not going to happen. The only I tried to tell you that you apparently you did not listen to me last week when I said the only other challenge. There's a pretty good chance that I (laughs) I wasn't. Or the Indiana Hoosiers. It's, It's Indiana and Illinois are your one twos.
1: I mean, you're, you're seriously discounting Michigan here because like, at the moment, and this, I mean, obviously all of this could change like tomorrow, but Caleb Houston, Musa Diabate, not projected as like draft picks, not even in the second yeah. round. Like, if those, if both of them come back, one of them comes back, that's kind of a big deal for Michigan. Um, Hunter Dickinson, nobody's going to draft him, but he's a really good college basketball player. They've got, Another really impressive freshman class coming in. Uh, I think they'll be good. Okay. And if you'll yeah. notice, like they made the Sweet 16 again
0: with a like a 500 record. Okay, I think
1: they were like
0: seven or eight. You're games, still not listening to me, though, Scott Ritchie. The Indiana Could Hoosiers sure. are to be reckoned with.
1: I mean, they can basically run it back from this year's team. Uh they're adding a really good guard and Jalen Hood Scafino, a five star talent. Um, Xavier Johnson's in a, a pinch of trouble now, got arrested over the weekend, so um don't know what his future is, but he could come back. Um Trace Jackson Davis can come like all of them can come back. Right. But I don't know, I mean they also weren't like a terrific team. And they made a nice little run there at the end to sneak into the NCAA tournament. Um, it's the first four. I had them in the, my top four in the All Big right. Ten.
0: Anyway, take a look. That's at uh, uh, com right now if you want to see where Richie messed up. His love for Rutgers continues for some weird, strange, kind of creepy reason. They finished uh, fourth we're in the
1: Big Ten this year. Mm-hmm. And – um Outside of Geo Baker, like all of their team can come back if they want, and like Ron Harper Jr. probably not going to get drafted, come back, make some Jersey Mike's money, like Cliff Omari or Omari, he changed how you pronounce his name. Um, Hmm. He'll be back, like Uh, Caleb McConnell, Big Ten defensive player of the year. I can hear it right
0: now, the Rutgers buzz.
1: I mean, probably can't because New Jersey is so far away, and still not sure why they're in the Big Ten, but they are. And I think they'll be just as good next season, which will mean good at home, maybe not so great anywhere else.
0: All right, this is Inside of Eye Basketball. Let's uh, get back to Brad Underwood's team. Um, in the week we've had uh, since we last chatted, what have you heard about uh, uh, the roster?
1: Well, I mean, the two obvious moves were Andre Carbello and Omar Payne entering the transfer portal. So you've got one of, regardless of, how you view his sophomore season? One of their best players, no longer going to be on the team, and Andre Carrillo, and then uh Omar Payne won't be able to check in and foul immediately anymore. So, like, you're gonna we're gonna lose that. And he just he did not have much of an impact. Like, I will say, Illinois probably doesn't win at Nebraska without Omar Payne. So, if you don't win at Nebraska, you don't win the Big Ten title, most likely. I mean other things could have happened in between but he just uh, there's a lot of talk about Omar Payne heading into the year just his size and length and athleticism what he could do defensively but Kofi came back and that changed everything because Kofi got about 31 minutes a game so Illinois will be fine in the front court I mean Coleman Hawkins, Dane Danger, you know was a former top one hundred recruit. Will make his debut next season. Benjamin Bosman's Verdunk can be good in limited minutes, so they'll be fine. I the backcourt's a big question because like they don't have anybody coming back
0: yet. Well, even not coming back,
1: but yeah, it just Andre capel has gone, Trent Frazier's gone, DeMonte Williams is gone, Alfonso Plummer's gone. Going to need somebody to, you know, run the offense. And I don't know who that's going to be because they don't have, like, Jaden Epps can play the point. It's not really, he's not, like, a pure point guard. Like, he's not maybe the facilitator on, you know, say, Corbello's level. Good score. Good score. Um, They're pursuing Sky Clark, um, maybe a bit more of a playmaker than Epps, but... Still not, I don't think, at Curbelo's level when he's at his peak. So that's going to be, I think, the the area of not concern because there's some talent there, but just like how does it work? So that's the question. I, we won't know the answer for a while.
0: Brett Underwood, contract extension. Uh, he'll get paid handsomely. Uh, not Tom Izzo-like money. But still.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, Tom Izzo's been at Michigan State for, I think this will be his 27th season coming up. So, you know, the reason he gets paid what he does and for all their success and the fact that he coached the Big Ten's last national championship team, you know, 22 years ago. Uh, that's kind of the concern at the moment, but, uh, you know, Brad Underwood won't be wanting for much you know, by the end of what is now his new or will be his new six year deal he'll be making more than five million a year and that's before you get into any of the assorted bonuses for you know beating Indiana, Missouri, winning Big Ten titles, making the NCAA tournament, what have you so uh, very well compensated Brad Underwood will be for the next six years and you know, the first four of those well, I guess the next four are fully guaranteed so that's you know, more than, I think, let's see, be more than $20 million, or get close to $20 million guaranteed.
0: All right, Scott Ritchie, every morning, com. Good morning, Alana Nation. Good stuff. A lot of portal talk um, today. Uh, had some questions coming in um, in the off week. Uh, I'm going to toss them your way. I don't know if you're prepared to answer these questions. I don't care if you are. I was going to say, I'm you're going to ask them anyway, them anyway so... Some of our loyal podcast listeners, uh, number one, which I've answered already, will Kofi return for his fourth season? Yes. Jim says.
1: I mean, there is both a reason to return and a reason not to. And Thank you. Well, no, it's what he has to weigh in the next essentially 20 days. Um, whether... Because he doesn't have anything left to prove in college basketball. I mean, he's been a first-team All-American. He was a second-team All-American before that. You He know, was National Player of the Year candidate, Big Team Player of the Year candidate. Um, so he has to decide, like, does he want to come back and be double and triple teamed for 30 games and just get beat up? And as Brad Underwood has said, fouled every single time he touches the ball. Or does he want to try whatever his pro future is? And I don't know that it's being an NBA draft pick. He's not projected as such right now, but it doesn't mean he can't catch on somewhere. Or will the money be good enough, the NIL money in college? They'll be like, well, I can put up 20 and 10 again, and I'll get fouled, whatever. I'll make free throws and uh, you know, kind of bump up the bottom line on his finances. So he has less time to make that decision than he did. A year ago he's already gone through the pre-draft process twice as you know declared for the draft twice and eventually pulled out and I know there's sort of been some contradictory information out there but I heard Brad Underwood say it on a podcast last week that twice is it if you go in a third time to the draft like you have set your course for professional basketball. So like April 24th, I believe is the deadline. It's at least at the end of this month. So we'll know everyone will know. Brad Underwood will know several months ahead of last year's timetable. When you know, it took until early July before they were certain, you know, what Kofi was going to do.
0: All right. I got him coming back. Can't reveal my sources. Okay. Um, another question. Thank you, Craig, for these. Uh, what will Brad Underwood <laughs> change the offensive scheme to rather than the what he calls the dribble-weave snooze fest? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard it called that before.
1: Um, dribble-weave snooze fest. In certain circles, I think I have heard that. Um, my circle, sometimes. Uh, there's a lot of, you know side-to-side movement there that didn't necessarily generate any production. Uh, If Kofi comes back, he won't. Like, he changed his offense, what, three years ago now, and his defense, but to take advantage of having a 7-foot, 285-pound center. um, It's the guards that could make the difference in that regard, because this year's bunch, shooters, sure, but None of them really attacked the basket uh, with much intent, outside of Andre Carbello, and when he did, it was, you know, always kind of a question what was going to happen. Um, it wasn't he wasn't as good at it as he was as a freshman, um, but uh, I think, I like Jaden Epps, a little more aggressive, taking the ball to the basket, which is good. A little north-south action finally. I mean, if you look at like R.J. Melendez in the Houston game. He was the one guy attacking the basket, and he it was successful. Um, Sky Clark, if they should get him, I mean, they're a, one of the top six remaining for the fo- uh, four-slash-five-star guard. Like He's good off the bounce as well. So I think that could change things a little bit. I mean, two years ago, it was all ball screens with Io Sumu, Andre Cabello, and Kofi Coburn, and that's that worked better offensively than the quote unquote Triple Weaves News Fest.
0: Get your questions in to Scott Rich. You can email him, follow him on Twitter, hit him up that way. Sometimes he does the Snapchat. Various ways. Go out to his Savoy apartment, knock on his door. Don't do that. Say, hey, Scotty, I got questions. Just open the window. You don't have to let him in.
1: <laughs> well, I certainly would not let random people in.
0: <laughs> uh, will the Illini win that? Um, that tournament in, uh, in Vegas is the next question. Tough field. Um, is it? Baylor, did I see? Is that right? Yeah, I uh, remember. Baylor lost a lot of people, though. I'm just telling you. Well, they lost a lot of people last year. Just don't don't get smart with me, Richie. Look at the, the, the look here. Ed, Ed Bond, our producer, I need my safe space. Scott Richie is becoming aggressive.
1: Okay, um, so the four teams, we'll just start there, Illinois, Virginia, eh, nope, UCLA and Baylor. Mm. UCLA is going to be the problem there, because they can bring literally bring back everybody on their roster, again, somehow. Um, so do they win? Like, My first instinct is to say no because I don't know what the team's going to be, but I don't know what any of the teams are going to be, but I I will say probably not. Could win a game. Maybe not two. Side note, very much looking forward to going to Vegas in November.
0: Hmm. Be a pleasant drive. (laughs) Uh, I
1: think I've got some... Travel funds <laughs> via Southwest for some, they still ca- owe for some you, canceled flights yeah. that uh, might put to use instead of driving to Las Vegas.
0: Speaking of Omar Payne, a uh, question uh, I think he's brought up in this one, maybe not in a positive way, which uh, player will be touted as the second coming of Omar Payne in off-season workouts, i.e. the player that everyone is talking about, how amazing he is, but we commoners haven't seen play that way. Who's going to be that player?
1: I mean, I think the player maybe poised to make the biggest jump is RJ Melendez. But I think fans have seen some, everyone's seen some of what he can do. Uh, I mean, Omar Payne was in that situation because like no one had seen him and he was a newcomer and certainly was hyped up quite a bit. Uh, didn't pan out exactly. Um, but I think from this year to like next year, like, like RJ Melendez could play a really significant role in 2022, 23. So that'll be my answer. But I think based on, we've seen actually a little more out of him.
0: Another question from, uh, from Willis Avenue in Champaign. Richie, you idiot! It starts off with.
1: So this is from you. Okay.
0: What are you thinking? <laughs> what are you watching? And where's Trent Frazier going to play next year? So part of those questions really didn't happen. I might have added though, but <laughs> <Yeah>. the question <laughs> it was, wasn't really any context. Where is Trent, More Trent than just like going to play? Rebukes. <laughs> uh, don't say I don't know
1: I don't like, he could go anywhere like he could wind up in the G League maybe I mean that's obviously an option but I think there are more opportunities worldwide I mean I think that if mean, just look at like Andres Feliz who played his first season abroad in Spain and like they're I believe in their second division, played well. Now he's, you know, this past year he's been in the first division, one of the best players on his team. I mean, like you know, Malcolm Hill got his start, kind of bouncing around every I mean Philippines, Kazakhstan, Germany. I mean, I think that's that's a viable path. And obviously a viable path to the NBA cuz Malcolm played for the Hawks and the Bulls, you know, this year. So, I think probably overseas, but I mean, the G League, if he doesn't want to leave the country, I mean, that there are teams to play for.
0: Got another one here. Uh, Richie, do, do you buy both your tires and jeans at Rural King? That's Part one of that question.
1: Does Rural King have tires?
0: Part two of that question. I would. Rural King's a good place. Where do you see Andre Curbelo winding up?
1: Well, he certainly had, you know, significant interest since he entered the portal. Um, And from a lot of teams I kind of expected. uh, I think, I mean, I don't know. Again, he could go anywhere, but, I mean, reportedly he's heard from likes of Gonzaga, St. John's, Georgia Tech, Pitt, Kansas State, St. Mary's, Clemson, Texas A&M. I think St. John's has some potential there because, obviously, I mean, he went to high school in New York, you know, and then at two, I believe two of his high school teammates play for St. John's currently, including one that's also a fellow Puerto Rican, so there's some connections there, but we can go wherever it wants, like. Again, it's going to be kind of how these coaching staffs view him. Like if they look at what he did as a freshman, where he's Big Ten Sixth Man of the Year, they take into account like he kind of got his brain scrambled a little bit um, this year with the concussion issues and how much that might have affected him. Not just the concussion, but the fact that he was just not actively doing anything basketball related for months. But I don't know that he'll struggle to find a home.
0: Another one, uh Richie, Red Man or Copenhagen?
1: Neither. That's that's disgusting.
0: And part two. Most of these questions have two parts. It's strange. I, yeah. Especially the first part of <laughs> seems to be a theme going on. Yeah. Uh what do you know about the non conference schedule for next year?
1: Well, uh they'll play Missouri. I can tell you that much. That game happens, you know, every year. Um they'll play Two of Baylor, Virginia, and UCLA. And that's pretty much it. There's no... I haven't been in any other games sort of leaked or what have you. I mean, they'll be in the Big Ten ACC Challenge, so you get someone from that conference. And, I mean, Illinois obviously was a Big Ten champion, so they don't always just kind of go one versus one from a year ago, etc. But... You would think they'd get a an interesting matchup in that regard. Of course, you know they were one seed in the NCAA tournament a year ago, and then they played Notre Dame in the Big Ten ACC Challenge, which was kind of a bummer because it just happened sort of recently. Um, and then I think they'll be. i trying to think if they'll be back in the Gavit games. This might be the last year of the games, and they did they play a Big East team this year. I this was a long season, Um, so that's a possibility. Other than that, I don't know. I mean, those games kind of trickle out over the summer, and you are gonna have four to five, like four or five, that are just you know your low major home games kind of standard, and those can be anybody.
0: There's another one that came in uh, late last week. Scott, you're from Eureka. How many pairs of cut-off jeans do you own? Um, that's part one. Zero. No cut-off jeans for Scott Ritchie.
1: I don't wear jean sh- shorts. Okay. The jorts, as they're so affectionately called.
0: Is Mike LaTulip going to have a team in the TBT? The question is, and... It would seem the questioner asks, is "He's got a roster full of some fresh talent."
1: I think that's their intent—is to keep it going for a third year. Um, some more guys to choose from: Trent Frazier, Georgei really you know, coming off his run in the G League, perhaps uh, Andres Feliz. I know they want—I tried to get him last to, again last year—and had some. Visa trouble, getting him back from Spain. Um, I don't know. It, they're going to put a team together. I just don't know who you know might be on that team.
0: Uh, last question again: Email them to Scott Ritchie s. Yes, Ritchie at news-gazette. dot com or hit him up on Twitter. Uh, Scott, do you own a shotgun? <laughs> <laughs> I would assume yes, right, and having seen you. I do not. You seem like a shotgun-toting type. No, I'm... Quail, right? You shoot quail, do you, with shotguns? Squirrel? To
1: destroy a squirrel with a shotgun. <laughs> I, I've never hunted in my life. What? Don't hunt a
0: gun. Watch your mouth, Richie. You're from Eureka.
1: I'm from the fisherman half of...
0: Okay, of, of so no on the shotgun question is the answer that would be correct. If not, Kofi, Kofi is not eligible for this question. Who's your MVP next season?
1: <laughs> like, if Kofi's back, like
0: what I just say, Kofi's not eligible. Either. How? But how is he not eligible? Because you you said I know he's coming this is back. not my question, other than the shotgun part, <laughs> okay. which I may have added. <laughs> would you? <laughs> may
1: if have If Kofi
0: added. does not come back. Who is your MVP? And please have an answer. All right? Even if you're wrong, I won't remind you when you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Um,
1: I don't know. RJ Melendez? I mean, I think it's either him or Coleman Hawkins. And... It's a great question. Well, I except it doesn't make any sense because... If you're insisted that Kofi comes back, he's going to be the team MVP. Mm-hmm. Like, there's really no way around that.
0: Still, not in the mock drafts, as you pointed out, which uh, again confuses me. Don't quite get it. Why don't? First of all, why does the NBA stop at two rounds? Get a third round in there at least,
1: right? Well, I mean, there's only so many roster spots, mm. and like That's guys right. in the NBA are playing G league i think maybe once like every and, and we're it's getting closer but like when every nba team has a specific g league affiliate so a one-for-one matchup then i think i don't know maybe they they could go more rounds i mean the nba draft used to be what i mean this is obviously there are fewer teams so it changed but four six rounds way back when um yeah, only so many roster spots, and like guys are playing into their 40s and playing pretty decent basketball. Yeah, Kofi, not a factor right now. Um, so that's going to, I think, probably influence his decision one way or the other. And... Could lead to him coming back.
0: All right. Hey, the uh, the annual banquet would have been a week from tonight. I do believe had it not been canceled. How are they? Are they just going to announce MVPs and such? Uh, I have no idea. Free throw and the Ralph
1: it's Ralph Woods like Woods
0: free throw. free throw shooting award things like that, which used to make my day hearing those winners.
1: Um, I guess. I yeah. mean, I don't think. I mean, they didn't have. They haven't had a banquet in two years. I don't know that they named MVP they haven't they might not. And like the number of awards is was sort of being winnowed down a little bit. Because um, I know they haven't named like a Matto award winner and even when they were having, you know, the banquet the last couple of years they did it, so we'll see.
0: Congratulations, Scott Ritchie. I think you went the entire podcast without one answer. You've got some homework to do this week, son. All right. I, I mean,
1: didn't... how could you answer anything in the months of April through July in college basketball? Like I I'm going I'm working on, you know, the ridiculously too early top 10 that'll run in Tuesday's news gazette and I started with the fact that trying to do so on April fourth is a fool's errand, but I'm the news because that's fool, so here I go. <laughs> yes, you are. It's just
0: <laughs> all right, let's, ant, let's... There's so
1: much uncertainty. It's it's kinda I mean it's, college basketball is not what it used to be. Like it used to be like a mm-hmm. you know, guy stuck around for four years and you knew who was gonna be on the team and now, you know, college basketball has free agency. And
0: it's just different. All right, I'm, little, I'm curious. Give me uh, who you're going to put number one tomorrow morning. I won't tell anybody, except it's being recorded for posterity.
1: Um, I haven't really decided on a number one per se. Um, Give
0: me some candidates.
1: Uh, sort of like the final four. I uh kind of leaning in on the blue bloods here. Okay. Uh, can so safe Kentucky, UCLA, Kansas, Duke, North Carolina, Gonzaga's a blue blood, but they're in new blood. They'll be. Just good enough and then not win a national title again, probably. Uh, Michigan. And sort of the probably should stop underestimating them team is Houston. Cause they're mm-hmm. going to bring back most everybody, and they've got uh, the highest-ranked recruit they've ever had coming in next year, Jairus Walker. 6'8". There's your
0: number one. We've just settled it. Maybe. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Couldn't do I could worse be. than last year when you had Michigan number one, I think. You told me this last week and
1: I did do that, yeah. I mean they made the sweet sixteen. Yeah. So I had that going for All me. Right.
0: All right, Scott, anything else before I let you go? Um uh, of news value.
1: No, just ready to really hit fast forward to you know, October when there's concrete things to talk about in college basketball again. But we'll keep doing this every Monday in the very flimsy world oh, I can't
0: wait. we live in. Thank you Ed Bomb for sticking uh sticking around today and uh, looking forward to having Richie and all his uh, Eureka listeners back again next week. We'll see you then.